You're listening to Tricks of the Trade. Great events don't just happen, and they don't have to break the budget. Find out how right now on Tricks of the Trade with Stephanie Chavez, sponsored by The Trade Group, premier event production for exhibits that draw a crowd. Have a successful event every time. Here's your host, Stephanie Chavez. Hi, this is Stephanie Chavez with Tricks of the Trade. Thank you for joining us today. And I have a special guest today um, who just really is inspiring and motivating, and she's so smart, and I just love listening to her wisdom. Her name is Allison Shepard, and she is an event strategist, and she works with us at the trade group and consults with our clients. And um, I'd like you to introduce yourself, Allison, because it's hard to describe really what you do, but it is so fascinating. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Good morning, Stephanie, and thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. I am a strategist. I've been uh, in the trade show industry for almost 20 years. I started in attendee marketing, so understanding what it takes to get people to come to an event. I moved on to work uh, on both the event production side and inside of a an exhibit builder um, and gained knowledge as part of their research and measurement department. And growing out from research and measurement, uh, the strategic group really wanted to understand how we can help our clients make better investments, make better uh, choices for their uh, exhibitions, and invest their money properly in order to maximize performance. And so what I do is I help clients uh, understand, are they going to the right shows? Are they investing at the right levels? Uh, are they uh, are they prepared and and uh, set up to maximize their performance? And then how do we prove that you maximize that performance? And how are we able to share with others in your organization of, about how we were successful and what that particular event did to add to the bottom line? Right. I know uh, we did a survey recently at an event that we exhibited at, and one of the largest or the largest issue that people have is is showing trade show ROI. So I know that it's a challenge, um, you know, and also understanding where the money goes, how it's spent, the return, which isn't just on sales. You know, there are a lot of other ways to, to look at ROI. Parting with a home that you've loved, growing into the next phase of your life, Trust the team at Jeannie Martin Real Estate to handle the details of your situation with tender loving care. The Martin team is your home connection, North Central Texas. M-A-R-T-E-N-Team.com. Go to martinteam.com today. So, um, trends and strategy. So can you kind of outline for me, I know uh, there's three different trends that you've seen coming out lately. Can you kind of go over those? The first one I think you mentioned was portfolio planning. Indeed. Uh, let me stop for just a moment and say, though, uh, uh, in accordance with your survey, ROI is always a trend. Yeah. And being able to prove performance and demonstrate that uh, that the event program is working as it should be and, and is adding to the value of an organization. So that's always a trend. Right. Um, some of the things that are, as you mentioned, some of the things that I've seen lately that have become uh, very important to an organization, one of the things certainly is portfolio planning. And it's it looked at and referred to in many different names within uh, our industry. But what it boils down to is, uh, are we going to the right shows? Are we able to reach the right audience? 
How are we going to those shows? What does our presence look like? And is it appropriate for uh, maximizing those people that we want to reach and being able to align to business goals? Um, so many audiences these days have switched where they're gathering their information. You can get information online. You can get it through social media, um, all the different types of marketing automation that's out there. Mm -hmm. uh, but for most of the people um, that I still work with say that events are still uh, the most important way that they reach their audience. Now, in order to do so, uh, events shift, evolve, and change mm -hmm. over time. Who comes to the event, uh, who's participating in the event, um, that could be anything from, you know, uh, are we drawing a younger crowd with different priorities all the way through to, um, are we losing our anchor exhibitors because they're leaving to do their own proprietary events? What does, okay. so as events make that shift and evolve, uh, we have to make sure that our event program is still aligning to, uh, what the right events are. And so part of what portfolio planning is, is looking at, um, can our existing event schedule and how is it performing uh, in terms of our overall business objectives? I'm going to stop right there and say, uh, I know a lot of times uh, organizations that I work with and even large ones say, I don't know what our business objectives are. Mm. And uh, so a lot of times, uh, most of what I have to do is I actually have to start with a stakeholder workshop to say, okay, we need to nail down and we need to understand what our business objectives are before we are either, even able to put together the ultimate portfolio plan. Right. We hear that a lot too. Sometimes, you know, I hear people say, well, you know, why are you going, uh, why do you exhibit at this show? What's your goal? Well, because we always have. Well, that's probably not the best reason to, to go to a show. Um, you know, there could be a lot of reasons. It could be, you know, a product demo. It could be um, launching a new service or a rebrand. Or sometimes people feel like, well, their competitors are there, so they need to be there. But you're right, because understanding those metrics and those reasons are important. And another thing I, I know, too, if I've realized, is that you need to align because your goals and why you think you're there needs to align with the stakeholders' goals. So you're exactly right about understanding and meeting from the stakeholders what they deem as as ROI. Absolutely. And and that's usually where I where I need to start. And when I do a portfolio plan, um, you know, and, and some organizations uh, do this as well, they put together what they call an accountability agreement. Mm -hmm. So when when I start working with a client, I lay down the basics. This is what we're trying to achieve. This is how we intend to achieve it. And, and this is what we want our outcome to look like. Mm -hmm. And I make sure that all of the stakeholders that I'm working with are, are bought into uh, that document so that when we get to the end, we can look back and say, okay, everybody agreed this is how we were going to define success. Right. And, and we were able to reach that or not. And that, that's really key to starting up um, portfolio planning. Trusted roofing and renovation experts. Bacon Roofing for all your interior and exterior renovations throughout DFW. BaconRoofing.com. Call 972-772-1999 today. Now, the process of portfolio planning itself um, is, is fairly simple in understanding um, the audiences, the costs, and what uh, what 
other competitors and what other organizations are doing as far as investment, and then looking at all of that together um, to make sure uh, that we have all the information on every event. And then um, not just looking at events that are currently uh perhaps on your schedule, but also uh, what other events should we be participating mm-hmm. in? Are there other events out there or new events or different events that could get us the same or better return for our money? A lot of times what I find when I'm when I'm doing these is that while it's important for an organization to be at the large trade shows um, and their big industry events, uh, a lot of times they actually get more value out of uh, a smaller, more regional event because it gives them more one-on-one time uh, with attendees and more time to uh, be able to deliver their message. So uh, there, we have to balance and weight what those priorities are for an organization when putting together the plan. Right. Absolutely. So um, are there tools or things of that nature uh, to help um, in terms of defining and trying to figure out what are the right shows? Indeed, there are. Um, CEIR, C-E-I-R, that's a Center for Exhibition Industry Research, uh, they have done uh, and put together quite a few tools in, in terms of uh, planning your event, uh, planning your portfolio, in terms of measuring your success. And they're free for everyone to use if you just go to their re- website, CEIR.org, C-E-I-R.org, mm-hmm. and go uh, to th- select tools. There'll be a drop-down list of all of the different types of tools there that will help you measure and help you to understand um, uh, what shows perhaps you should be going to, how big, mm-hmm. and and how uh, and what your presence might want to look like, perhaps how many people you need to take to the event to cover it appropriately. All of those things can be used there. So when I work with uh, clients myself, what I do is I, I usually start with the SEER tools because um, they are the industry standard and are used widely uh, across our business. Um, so I, when I take those, but I start to individualize them uh, and, and customize them for each of my clients. I customize the inputs. I weight all of the different criteria that my clients are, are looking for in terms of aligning to their, uh, business objectives. Mm -hmm. Then, um, I usually, uh, run them through a personal algorithm that I've built in addition to really sharpen the focus and make sure, um, that we're looking to as, as pinpoint accuracy as we can get to in terms of understanding, how we should be going to market, uh, what the presence looks like, whether it's an exhibit, whether it's um, a su- an executive suite, whether it's a sponsorship, mm-hmm. and likewise, how much we should be investing to to make that presence worthwhile. And so the output looks a lot like this. Here, if this is what you want to achieve, mm-hmm. this is what it's going to cost to do so. And this is how we input that information to be able to understand um, what the outcome might be. And here's what you can expect to get out of uh, this uh, specific uh, presence or this participation at a show. That's really what the goal of where we want to go with portfolio planning is to be able to better predict what your uh, success may be before we even decide to invest in the show and understanding that's the ultimate outcome in terms of strategy to say, um, it's possible to do this. Here's how we have to do it. And then finally to say, here's what we expect from it. So uh, that's really powerful information 
to be able to take to somebody like your procurement team or to uh, take to someone uh, that's at the the C-level at at your CFO to say, Mm -hmm. okay, here's what we're looking at uh, in terms of the investment. We can reach our goals. This is what it's going to cost. But here's what we expect to get out of it. And here's what we expect um, to uh, be able to contribute uh, to the organization as a result of this investment. That's awesome. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Looking for more powerful ways to expand your reach? Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is back better than ever. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is coming to Allen, Texas, Saturday, September 28th from 11 to 430 at the Hilton Garden Inn off Central Expressway in Allen. Experience over 40 local businesses, sample family-owned restaurants, wine tasting, network during happy hour with local live music. Even showcase your business on OBBM Radio. And that's not all. Discover what the experts are doing to dominate the marketplace when you attend the Expanse Speaker Series and learn from four local business celebrities that want you to succeed. Vendor space is now available. Act now to set up under $200. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is free to the public, but you must register to enjoy all the fabulous freebies and opportunities that await you inside. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is happening September 28th. Register now on eventbrite.com. I know the second trend uh, that we talked about um, is people wanting to ensure that they're organization is aligned brand-wise and strategically and with the creation of playbooks. I have seen a lot of playbooks just in marketing in general. So can you talk more about how that plays out in the event world? Absolutely. Well, and like you said, Stephanie, um, playbooks have been used in advertising in digital for years. Mm -hmm. It's just part of the standard operating procedure for working with an organization when you have multiple agencies creating their campaigns. We have not done a lot of this until very recently in the event world. And really it comes as a result of, or I believe it started with the trend of uh, organizations moving to a more centralized hub of services when there are multiple divisions. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people uh, will have gone to a, a corporate center uh, of event planning or a corporate center of uh, trade show uh, planning. And so when we're doing that, especially with large corporations that have multiple divisions, uh, or, or large corporations that have uh, multiple products in multiple industries. What will happen is oftentimes each one of those different uh, arms has their own properties, has mm-hmm. their own way of, of producing, and this is a more streamlined and a more um, uh, efficient way to get things done uh, throughout the organization. So uh, uh, the playbooks that I'm looking at, of course, uh, they include all of the things that you might find in a brand style guide. Uh, this is how this is how we use our logo on banner stands. Mm-hmm. This is how we use our logo on uh, when we do a tabletop on the table skirt. This is how we use our logo in all of these different um, uh, iterations throughout the event world. Things all the way down to how do we print a badge? Right. Uh, so it it, uh, it really lays out all of the rules and regulations for that, but really applying just to trade shows and 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 producing uh, graphics and and collateral for trade shows. 
Oh, I think so, that's really smart because, you know, so many companies, especially the larger ones, like you said, have so many different divisions. And I know we work with several clients that are huge and, you know, they do 600 shows a year. Well, that's going to take a huge team. So in order to be able to have that brand consistency, which is so important, I think having these playbooks is a, is a really great idea. Well, and I've worked with clients too that, uh, you know, not just, uh, they take it one step further, even past the branding. And what that does is it allows them to put in their policies and procedures. Uh, it allows them to put in information about, uh, booking hotel rooms, uh, information about, uh, what do we do for shipping? Mm -hmm. Uh, what do we do in turn? What are our, uh, travel guidelines, uh, for booking travel if there's not a, a travel agent involved. Uh, all of the guidelines for uh, booking meeting rooms and other and other types of uh, needs that an event staff may have to have at their fingertips in order to uh, make those choices uh, align with what the corporate policies are. So, you know, it can be a repository, if you will, mm -hmm. for trade show and event 101. Here's how we get things started. Here are the basics you need to know. And this, and then this is how we uh, pull off uh, an organizationally branded event production, if you will. And then oftentimes it will list their preferred agencies for uh, different types of materials. Uh, who is our shipper? Who is our, our hotel partner? Uh, who is our, um, who is our, our trade show builder? You know, how to reach out to those people and, and what kind, how can we work together? How do we work with them uh, in terms of, of getting stuff done and who do we contact for what? So it can be an excellent resource. Okay. Um, and oftentimes these are hosted online so that everyone who works on trade shows in the different departments can access, can access it and be able to share parts of it with the partner agencies as well. No, I think that's great. I think um, it is a lot to put together, I'm sure, time-wise, but, you know, the consistency, uh, the time and resources and money it'll save, you know, in the long run, I think is really great. And like you said, you could put it online and put like an internal wiki, if, if you will, and just if you don't want to build it all at once, just build it over time. You know, every time you do a show, just add a little bit, you know, add some more steps until, you know, you've got a pretty fleshed out document that you can share. So great, great. So um, the next, the last bullet point here that we had talked about was um, third-party evaluations for competitive intelligence. So talking about third-party uh, evaluations, competitive intelligence, um, audits, can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, as we go to show, uh, many of our clients need to understand much more than just how, what, what do our competitors look like at the show. Uh, in a very competitive market especially, um, they want to know the inside out of what are the products coming up, how are uh, our competitors engaging with attendees, what are they doing to keep them in the booth, uh, are there any offers being made, um, all the different types of intelligence that can be gathered. Now, some organizations already have a very robust uh, competitive intelligence process within mm -hmm. their organization. Um, sometimes they use existing reps, which are very easy to spot. Sometimes they use analysts uh, within their organization. 
Uh, some people have a dedicated business intelligence uh, group that actually gathers the information for them uh, at events. So um, some people have this going on for those that don't, uh, but need to know this information. And I think it's important uh, everywhere is, you know, having a third party come in and evaluate uh, what your competitors are doing in terms of what is the look and feel of their environment? What are the different experiences they have for attendees? Mm -hmm. How are attend, what, what content are they providing, uh, to the attendees and information and, and how are attendees responding to that? Um, how are any kind of, uh, any kind of technology that's being used in the booth? How is, how is it being used? What is it? Uh, what do you expect it's for? Uh, what kind of information are they gathering from attend? Are your competitors gathering from attendees? Where do they want to know? And then finally, you know, what is it that the competitor messaging? Uh, what are they delivering to the attendees as their takeaway? As what they want attendees to walk away with? Right. So those are things that you can get a lot of that from a visual audit, meaning having someone stand outside the booth who's trained to with a trained eye, knowing what they're looking for in terms of being able to report that information. What makes a trade show event an experience people remember? Attendees show up for the attractor factor, and if you don't have it, they'll walk away and forget you were there. Work with the experienced team of professionals at the trade group to maximize your marketing dollar in creative, impressive ways that keep them coming back for more. The Trade Group offers a full range of products and services that meet new budgets with TLC and give experienced exhibitors polish that pays off time and time again. Have an awesome event every time. Set up your consultation today at tradegroup.com. Experiential marketing delivers exceptional attendee participation rates and keeps you top of mind when it's time to buy. Stop by the Carrollton, Texas showroom and discover the possibilities. Trust the Trade Group. Tradegroup.com for events that draw a crowd. That's Tradegroup.com. There's another step you can also take, and it's more of a secret shopper approach. Mm. Uh, and this is where, you know, I've worked with clients to develop a, an attendee persona. Who am I? Mm -hmm. What is your typical attendee? And in, in that case, I go undercover and I go into the competitive booths as an attendee. Uh, I learn things, uh, oftentimes uh, sensitive information uh, <laughs> that can be shared back and uh, and then, uh, you know, provide the, the next level down, the deeper level of uh, of, of competition and, and business intelligence. While that's important to know, uh, many people say, you know what, I really just want to know what are they doing? what's working for them, mm -hmm. how can we improve our presence at the event right. by, uh, you know, by understanding what our competitors are doing and how can we make a bigger impact than they are making. And those can be done, like I said, through, through a visual audit. And then likewise, a lot of times I add on, you know, what are, what are you doing and, and how does it compare to what your competitors are doing and how is that impact drawing the right attendee or not the right attendee compared to your competitors, uh, to your booth. And, and how is, uh, how, how effective, um, is that for you? And so a lot of times, like I said, just having a third party observe mm -hmm. someone who knows what they're looking for, who understands, uh, you know, the ins and outs of why is the booth there? 
uh, traffic flows and taking a look at, at maximizing that, you know, especially someone who, you know, works tangentially in conjunction with your booth builders creative team, but also, you know, can can see that on site and, and working in real life to be able to document uh, what that looks like and how we can improve. Sure. And I, I would imagine that a lot of that, too, has to do with the booth staff, you know, how they're engaging um, what they're saying, how they're able to pull you in, if they're a turnoff, if they're, you know, if they're not paying attention. I know it's a very large percentage of people say that it's the booth staff that either turns them on or turns them off, you know, uh, for lack of a better word. So understanding what they're doing t- for that secret shopper and how they're interacting, I think, I think is a really, really strong advantage to that. Absolutely. And, and that's part of why, um, Oftentimes, as a result of some of these uh, visual audits and, and secret shopper audits, uh, I'm brought back in to train the staff, mm-hmm. to train their staff to say, uh, you know, to understand what the choreography is, understand how to, how to deliver the messaging, understand uh, what the audience themselves are looking for mm-hmm. and how to connect with them best and how to deliver messaging. And then uh, finally, uh, what are the different types, uh, behavior types of attendees that you're going to encounter? Are they, uh, are they introverts? Are they extroverts? And how, how do they absorb information? And what are the behaviors that you are displaying as a staffer able to uh, match up to that uh, so, and relate to that so that you are always uh, seeming welcoming and, and ready to engage uh, with the customer? Right. Awesome. Well, this has been really amazing, Allison. Thank you so much for joining us. And I know that we're going to have a link to uh, the CEIR website as well as a downloadable little um, your strategy document uh, outlining many of the things that we discussed for our visitors. But thank you so much, Allison. This is Stephanie from Tricks of the Trade. And thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, Allison. Now you're ready for a successful trade show or event. You've been listening to Tricks of the Trade with Stephanie Chavez on OBBM Network Podcast and Apple Podcasts and Popular Directories. Download the Offbeat Business app to get all Tricks of the Trade podcasts right in the palm of your hand. Each Thursday at 6 p.m. and Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, discover how to have a successful event every time on Tricks of the Trade. Tricks of the Trade.